like how I would rate this film. Maybe maybe like a hard like three or two point nine out of five. A hard three? What did you say? A hard three? A hard three? Yeah. Like a definitive three. Yeah. Okay. Or like a two point nine. Like um like kind of almost like there has some I'm some... giving it a two. That's fine. Maybe a one point five. A hard one point five. Damn. <laughs> An erect one point. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> They're coming! They're coming! They're coming to get you, Barbara. What an excellent day for an exorcism. He's gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. It rubs the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. Have you checked the children? 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 Be afraid. Be very afraid. Uh, you only murder boys. I go both ways. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? I'll do some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Welcome, Lagoonies. We hope that your next vacation is easily filled with relaxation, cute cocktails, delicious local cuisine. That's always my favorite part. Mm-hmm. And that you only bring home some good memories. I'm Jasmine. I'm Serena. And we are Babes for the Black Lagoon, a bi-weekly lady horror podcast where we talk about all things horror cinema with a feminist attitude. Ooh. I like that's a new one. Yeah. Attitude. I like that. <laughs> Attitude. <laughs> Spicy. You're feeling good. How are you? I'm good. I like saw you a lot. Yeah. It was great. We went bowling. Bowling. We had some we wings. We had chicken wings. Uh, yeah. Dude, I'm still like, I want more of those. Yeah. Because well, I tried a new sauce this time. Ooh, which one did you the, try? The K sauce was oh, new. Oh, that's my favorite. I had not, oh, I was like, this is so Oh, it's like so warm good. and spicy. And I never tried like Sarah. Sarah bought like the, the shrimp. shrimp. Oh yeah, it was so good. I'm I didn't get have that one, next time. but it was spicy. It was a little. Yeah, it had a little cool. twangy twang to it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, the reason why we're talking about wings <laughs> and chicken <laughs> is because there is Korean. Oh wait. Oh 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 oh. oh. I thought we were going to talk about your birthday. Oh well, yeah, that happened too. <laughs> What are you going to talk about? My priorities, man. I'm <laughs> wings. <laughs> I love wings. I I, I, I do love a good wing. And, yeah. Um, bur- bur- birthday on the side for a second. Um, it It's like Korean wing stop or wing stop Korean. Like it has a really it's funny. It's wings. Isn't it wings, wings? But it has like wings, Korean. Korean chicken. Korean chicken. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Yeah. And these wings are so fucking good. They're yeah. like juicy mm-hmm. and plump and like crispy. crispy. And yeah, all their sauces are delicious. And it's like in this random little shopping center in Incline. And you would never know it's there and they barely have any tables for yeah. anyone, but that's fine. Yeah. You you wait yep. for those wings. Yeah. 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 Oh. They're so, so good. good. Well, that was for your birthday. It's Sarah's birthday, yes. Yeah. yeah. So we have Sarah, an uh, uh, Aquarius queen, mm-hmm. and we have Jazz, mm. a Pisces princess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can I, uh, did, I want like alliteration. Yeah. But I didn't, yeah, that was, yeah. 
but was, yeah i'm like sarah and i kind of um she got sick for her birthday mm-hmm. so i i knew like there were some plannings of some sorts of like something to do for my birthday so i was like hey birthdays are and she's like cuspy she's mm-hmm. like she should be a pisces you know cause i don't she, know about that really yeah oh, okay. i think she very much is an aquarius mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting yeah um but yeah our birthdays are only like three days apart yeah. or something like that yeah. and um so uh but her and i also got to celebrate somewhat in a way because there was a fucking free concert at palisades yeah. and ludicrous was there yeah. and e6 hella random combination but Someone on the marketing team over there knows what they're doing. Yeah. Like, they they knew they could pull, like, some of the, like, the grungy-likeness of Tahoe to go see Eve 6, even though I only know that one fucking song. Mm-hmm. And I left when that song was playing because I had to pee. <laughs> and some random dude was like, you're missing the song. I was like, I know. Oh, but I had to pee. Yeah. But, you know, I, I that, prioritized. Me- that means I was primed and ready for Luda. <laughs> he had all these, like fucking white people going crazy it was amazing it was great yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, dude. well happy birthday thanks yeah we also had kate's birthday yes yeah, yeah. happy birthday kate happy birthday kate um yeah a lot of pisces in yeah. my life my yeah. water my water sign ladies and I'm just like little fishies yeah swimming around yeah yeah, yeah. you're you're such a fucking pisces <laughs> You're such, You're a, such a fucking, fucking Pisces. Pisces, like in the fucking best way. Oh, thanks, like pal. I just I didn't know where like, that was going. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just mean in terms of compatibility with me, a Cancer, crabby yeah. Cancer. Um, just like that, the the energy we both bring to the table, the empathy we bring to the table, mm-hmm. like the curiosity and mm-hmm. the creativity, like all of those things. Yeah, just like. Yeah. yeah, I also I think I also have like a lot of cancers in my realm too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, but yeah, um, how are you doing? Um, I mean, I I didn't see you for a bit leading up to last yeah. week. Yeah, it. Uh, you I, went somewhere fun for work. I did. I had a great work trip. I went to Santa Cruz. Ugh, my meals stomping grounds. <laughs> it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like. I was a little bit worried about the weather, mm-hmm. but I, there were nice breaks in it that I could like be outside and do my thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just overall like great vibes. I was like, you know, listening to podcasts and audiobooks the whole way there cool. and back. And, yeah. um, but like outside of that, this, these last couple fucking weeks have like tested me mm. because there's so much going on outside in the world. Yeah. Like I, I, the the one that's top of mind is the Alabama ruling about frozen embryos being children. Yeah, so stupid. And uh, it, it just it's unfortunately it's very energizing, right? Because it's yeah. like I I just feel so much rage and anger, and that I want to like you know get people to understand what's going on mm-hmm. and like mobilize action and vote and all yeah. of those things. But at the same time, it's like it is it's so draining draining it's so draining and it's 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 like predictable too it's like we knew this was coming it's it's an election year yeah things are things are heating up yeah and you know the choices aren't great and it kind of sucks but yeah it's like you have to like i'm in a state of like well i i know who i'm voting for and it's like you know the 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 lesser of the evils but it's because i just i can't I, i i like 
consciously I can't be okay if I yeah. didn't vote yeah. or like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. there are people out there who are like, they're, I think they, they feel that way of like, well, both choices are stupid. I'm not going to vote. It's yeah. like, well, then you might be, uh, I, like, I understand, like, I, I'm more of a person, like, I want my politicians to reflect who I am yeah. and even, like, be of within my same age bracket. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't think, like, <laughs> I think that's why, like, I was so, um, like, not invested, but I was so excited for, like, the Obama administration because yeah. I was like, whoa, this looks like a regular dude and he's young, you know, this is someone who is, obviously, like, I was 18, this guy was in his, already in his 40s, but it's like, I, like, I always want politicians to be a little bit more, more accessible. Relatable. Exactly accessible, yeah. that's a great way to put it. Yeah. And, I mean, I think right now, we're, we're always going to be disappointed yeah. with our elected officials. Yeah. Like, politicians are politicians, yeah. and they're going to politic, right? Yeah. Like, I guess I'm, you know, I understand, yeah, there's, like, <laughs> these choices before us are... Yeah, they're not great. ...pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but when things on are on the line, mm-hmm. like they are this year, yeah. um, you know, just, like... The other thing I wanted to talk about was, like, the death of Nex Benedict, mm, the trans yeah. kid who was beaten by their classmates and killed. So and the response disgusting. to that and the, like, you know, everyone's like, well, don't jump to conclusions. But, I mean, we can at least say that this poor child did, did not, not did, deserve no, not to at all. die. Yeah. Didn't deserve to be treated like that by the classmates and the school officials yeah. and everything. You know, like, it's just, it's such a, it's such a heartbreaking reality mm-hmm. that we live in. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just, I want... I want, I want everyone to be okay. And yeah. like, I just feel like we're not okay right now. So many things are scary. They're taking books out of libraries and everyone's afraid. Like IVF doctors, it's not illegal in Alabama, but mm-hmm. it, they're so afraid of litigation yeah. or jail time or anything like yeah. that. They're just not doing it. And yeah. the, the stories I've heard coming out of that from women are just so heartbreaking. Or even a woman who was visiting Texas. Mm-hmm. She's like four months pregnant. She's visiting Texas to go see family and she's like oh shit like what if something like bad happens you know like the you know something's going wrong like i'm miscarrying or whatever it is like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be in i'm gonna have to fucking risk going to another state to get away from this and like women just the expectation that everyone can just do that is just like anyway I just am really the the last couple of weeks have been upsetting with mm-hmm. things out there right now and reproductive rights being on the line, like anti trans bills being on the line and like I just I don't that's why again, why we turn to this genre mm-hmm. and I have been like reading a lot of like really, really, really shitty romance books, <laughs> like romance <laughs> fantasy books. And that's been my escapism. Yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, this, this fucking movie took me on a, a whole <laughs> different kind of escape. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why in a sense, like there's a part of me that feels like I can't, I like, obviously like I have my political views, but I also just have my morals as a person and sometimes I just get overwhelmed with what's happening in the world because it's like I'm just and I know this is like 
stupid, but like I'm just like one Aww. person. And so that's why I turn more um focus more on like local politics. Totally. It feels more effective. It feels more effective and like some and in and, and, and sometimes I'm always like I'm so fucking glad I live in California. Yeah, like I know. and I know we don't have the best like our political system's not perfect mm-hmm. either, but at least like from an outside yeah. view, it yeah. looks like at least we care about at least we're women. Trying. We yeah. care about the environment a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're trying to make some change and yeah, I mean, I could go on a whole tangent I, I, about that. I, <laughs> but, um, I did want to just before we like got into it, um, there was a great, I don't know if you heard about Risa Tisa's Who the Fuck Did I Marry series. No. Oh, it took over the last couple of weeks. Um, she basically had these like video diaries where she talked at her phone for like 10 minutes each episode Uh and there were like 52 episodes it was really long it was fucking long but it was like this first ever like long form almost like a podcast you could just set Mm -hmm. it and listen who's risa tisa she's she's just this this lady okay she just was like recounting all the manipulations Mm. and lies of this man that she married and she was doing it because she's like if you're in this situation these this is this is what happened and how i got under the spell of this man Mm -hmm. and looking back i could have saved myself from so much financial (laughs) you know yeah Yeah. like heartbreak all of that stuff but anyway if you're looking for another escapist thing (laughs) risa t says who the fuck did i marry was like a great and also like good community like everyone Mm -hmm. who was following along was like oh my god like i can't believe this is real you can't make this shit up yeah yeah no there's shit people out there yeah and who will yeah who will find find any little little crack to take advantage (laughs) jesus um well, oh, let's kind of. Ooh, ooh, la la. Okay, I'm, shimmy, I'm better. Shimmy. I'm better. <laughs> Take a sip. Come on, yeah. Love you. We're on episode ten, dude. We're, we made it. Episode ten. Good job. I'm so proud of us. I'm proud of you, dude. You're like the captain of the ship. Hey, man. I'm just we're 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 co-piloting. Yeah, we're like we're we're, we're the in ship. there. We're in there. Episode ten. Yes. Yes. Like, I just, and I, I just think too back to like when this was just like, you know, like a glimmer in our eyes. Do you remember, sorry, do you remember when we had that one sleepover? Jeremy was out of town. You came over. And you made me soup. Yes. Yes. And, um, it was like you slept over because there was like a little storm rolling Mm -hmm. through and we just didn't know if you were going to like get home safely. Mm -hmm. And so might as well just like stay over Mm -hmm. and let's just drink wine Mm -hmm. and watch Practical Magic. (laughs) 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 And I think that's when we kind of just like had that like little like drunk epiphany of like, Hey, what if, what if, and then, and then I was like this little, like, like, non-committal person who couldn't who couldn't like couldn't for some reason like turn a new leaf in some way i'm like ah like i don't know i don't know but like you you pursued and you like you were so kind and gentle and you're like let's just try (laughs) try. what could go wrong (laughs) nothing went wrong and it was great i'm so blast and i'm so happy to be here i know me too oh so proud of us dude episode 10 hell yeah one more high five Oh, so good. What a what an interesting um 10th episode we have. Yeah, it's like not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's yeah, I didn't again, 
just you know did it we haven't talked about this yet jazz no. and i and so everything you're about to hear like is like us finding out how the other felt yeah. about it live yeah so. yeah and uh yeah last episode i was like kind of waffling i didn't know what to choose and i literally was like i still want to do a movie we haven't seen and that mm-hmm. was relatively new mm-hmm. looking at our list i was like these are all great movies but i i just for some reason i couldn't they weren't like, speaking to you yeah huh. but it's just funny that this is the one he picked <laughs> i don't know like you committed which i applaud. i literally googled horror films of 2023 and just kind of skimmed yeah. and like you know we did out the ones we, you know we've already seen or the ones i've seen and then this just kind of landed and i was like huh yeah and i remember when this movie came out I wasn't initially drawn to it and I like I love the uh the cast, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're really great and one of them in particular is like becoming like the new kind of yeah, queen of horror darling. and and um and I just like for some reason I was like, Okay, maybe I'll watch this and then I was like, I don't know. Like I was also like waffling it again, like do I do even you... want to watch it? Well, you know, we <laughs> love waffles. <laughs> <laughs> um but before we get ahead of ourselves, um, Serena, mm-hmm. have you ever experienced something strange or an easy learning moment while on vacation? Yes. Um, I went to Mexico a few years ago. First time ever being mm-hmm. in Mexico. Um, and I had a like overall really amazing time yeah. and I would go back in a heartbeat. Um, but there was this really strange... Um, uh confrontation that i had with um a mexican police officer oh yeah like so in this little town of sayulita so cute like uh, um there's like people riding golf carts around that's how you get around town is like Mm -hmm. a bike a golf cart an atv or something like that and you will see like fucking four-year-olds on those things by themselves (laughs) or like a mom with her newborn baby off the Uh side of you know what i mean so like the rules are kind of it's like what are rules Yeah. yeah and everyone is kind of on the same page about that yeah so um you know we were driving around and then all of a sudden we there's there's this guy and he stops us and he looks so shady like he looked like a corrupt police officer Uh um and he was basically telling us like you guys are driving the wrong way you're driving the wrong way and we're like we didn't know there were ways because everyone is kind of going, yeah. doing their own thing and going in all these new we're directions. We're going with the flow of traffic, yeah, sir. Yeah, but then he pointed to these teeny, weeny, weeny, tiny little arrows. Mm. You cannot fucking see them anywhere. Yeah. They're so, like, discreet and you can see, like, you know, one's pointing, like, that way or left or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there you go. <laughs> and he wanted money from us. Yeah. And we were like, no, like... We didn't, we didn't, we didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And we're not giving you money. Like, yeah. that's not, that's, that shouldn't be the, like, the response yeah. to, like, even, even if, like, e- even if it was somebody doing something really bad, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, give me money then and I uh-huh. won't tell anybody. What yeah. the fuck? It, it was really scary because he was, like, you know, threatening to call, like, the, the rental company of the, um, the golf cart that we had rented mm-hmm. and, um, just kept insisting, like, you have to give me money. Like, uh-huh. you have to give me money. Did I'm you not pay letting him? You... No. 
we 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 did this whole sob story about like okay well we'll when we get back we'll talk to the rental company and you know with a credit card or something because we yeah. were like we don't have cash yeah and he was like oh okay and then he did end up calling oh, like whoa. like when we got back he like yeah followed it, up he followed up and it's... it just was a weird experience where I was like yeah like it's a good reminder when you're traveling abroad like. You know, it, it, there's always that possibility, yeah, right, and totally. it and it might be scary, yeah, yeah, yeah. As our movie yeah. <laughs> described, yeah. What about you? Um, well, luckily, I, I mean, I've been pretty, um, like fancy free on vacations and haven't run into like too many uncomfortable situations. But when thinking about that question, and it's funny because I thought of it and I was like, oh, I, I just generally want to hear, like, have you ever experienced anything? I didn't even think about my own answer <laughs> or, like, how this, like, related to me. Yeah. But when Jeremy and I got married, we we just knew that, like, it was our one ticket that we could kind of pull where we could go on a big, long trip. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we're getting married. It's our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to let us go on these trips. Um, and, uh, or trip, not trips. <laughs> um, but we, we went to Nepal. Wow. For five and a half weeks. Whoa. Yeah. And it was awesome. Like, the Nepalese people are, are beautiful, as is their land. Mm-hmm. Like, just a, a very enchanting, wonderful country. Mm-hmm. Um, Now, this was my first time really traveling um, abroad as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just wasn't really thinking about all the things that would come up or, you know, all the lost in translation things. But those are like, were, those were all very minor. But it was when we we had a host family that we were staying with for our first week in Kathmandu. And Jeremy and I were just kind of like meandering and kind of like wandering around. Um, you know, I think I, 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 I think I'm a pretty aware person. I'm mm-hmm. pretty aware of my surroundings. But I think because maybe we were both just like, discombobulated it's a 16 hour uh time difference yeah so we just like and you know here we are in cat you know like in in nepal you know so we just like i don't think our like our our our, our walls were up i think we were just excited and mm-hmm. so we were walking around and we were told by like our host family and people who had traveled to nepal too in the past they were like hey there are people out there that you know will try to scam you for money so just like be aware of that so we at least we had like that <laughs> in our in our mindset of like okay like just be aware and so we're walking into mal and like we start uh meandering into this like big open courtyard in the middle there's like this uh um like this uh, temple and people are just like sitting on it. There's like kids running around. There's like street food vendors happening. We're like, whoa, what a cool spot! Mm-hmm. And then we immediately lock eyes with this dude, and he clocks us, and he like comes right up to us, and he's like, "Hey, friends! Like, do you need a tour guide?" And we're like, "No, thank you. We are just mm-hmm. walking around. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, we are very clear. Like, no, no, no. Like, we do not need your services." And he was like, oh, but I can be your tour guide. Like, I can show you around. And, like, we were like, we are not paying you for anything. So, and he's like, oh, no problem. And then somehow he just kind of glommed onto our walk and he kept, like, you know, telling us all these things. Like, basically, like, doing the thing yeah. that we told him not to yeah. do. And then um, all of a sudden we're just like, 
walking down alleyways with this guy and like he asked us oh where do you guys want to go and i think we were just trying to like like ditch him in a sense or like we want to go to a bar Uh like we want to be with people Uh and so he took us to this like not a bar it was like someone's apartment that had a bar in it and we're just sitting there awkwardly like jeremy and i kept like looking at each other like how do we like get like get rid of this dude and he and then he's like oh let me take you to my friend's gallery and it was a just again like this little little tiny little office with like printed posters you know and it's just like oh like fuck like like where 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 in the walk did like this dude just kind of like bring us in you know and and we just like we're not aware of our situation and i mean luckily like everything was fine we parted ways with this dude um but it just was kind of one of those moments of like oh shit like anything could have happened Mm -hmm. you know like and like yeah we were just wandering around like empty alleyways with this guy for like a couple of hours and i was like we we can't do that again (laughs) so yeah just you know don't never never expect the worst from people but just also just you know have your guard up and just be aware and um i mean and and also like it's okay to say no yeah and it's okay to like risk the discomfort yeah of yourself or the other person no, totally and i and i think we were trying to do that by telling this dude like no yeah we are not gonna hire you and just somehow we got like swept away yeah yeah <laughs> Ooh, he's good at his job yeah i guess, I guess so <laughs> um well Everybody, the reason why we're getting to the weird mindset of, you know, strange moments while on holiday, it's because um, it most certainly has to do with our film today. The chaotic, disturbing, very fever dreamy. Um, curious how we are going to feel about this movie by the end of our conversation. The 2023 sci-fi horror film Infinity Pool. <laughs> Serena has her hand up to her forehead. I'm going to be real with you, Jazz. That's fine. Please. I did not like this movie. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, yeah. I, there, like, we were kind of baby piggy toes in mm-hmm. before we started recording, like, talking about it. Mm-hmm. I think there were elements mm-hmm. that, like, were, like, the concept was there. Yeah. And, like, I liked some, you know, a lot, a lot of things about it I really yeah. liked, but overall. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. And, and think, great. Like, that's <laughs> totally okay. Like, I'm, I'm happy that you're not like, cause I feel, I feel the same way. Like I'm 50, 50 on this mm-hmm. film and I still don't know if I like it or mm-hmm. not. Um, like, like to your point, I think there were things done well, but I also wish, you know, I, how I told you earlier, like that some of the elements do like for no pun intended like dove a little bit deeper and you know there were uh, not so much like focusing on the violence but more yeah. so like i yeah. wanted them to re- like i wanted you know i i wanted more strange and like um and but but there are elements to this film too like i was just kind of like whoa <laughs> you know like in it like in a way yeah. like I, it took my breath away but yeah. i don't know in what way that yeah. was yeah you know yeah and like what purpose that served yeah. for like the film itself and sometimes i like i enjoy films that are like that that like huh i don't know what i feel yet mm-hmm. but 
I usually kind of come around to liking those films, but I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know about this one. Yeah. Like, like there's a part of it where I, I, I was entertained mm-hmm. in a sense, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I was entertained in the sense, like, I, I want to know what happens and yeah. how this resolves and like what happened happens at the end but i was just i mean overall i watched it with andrew Mm -hmm. and we just kept turning to each other over and over again (laughs) like what the fuck are we watching right now yeah and i watched it with jeremy too and we we had the same reactions but it's interesting because i think i also watched this film Maybe now, like, two weeks ago, okay. and you watched it last night, last so it's night. very fresh yeah. in your brain. Yeah, you've had some marinating. Yeah, and I feel like maybe my initial thoughts might be a little bit muted because time has, like, passed yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah so, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, maybe I'll serve as your, like, two weeks ago self. <laughs> maybe. Like, but also, if you don't like this movie, <laughs> I I think that's also very um, poignant about how people also feel about this movie. It's very mixed. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into it, but Serena. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> will you read our synopsis for this film? I will do the synopsis. All right. From IMDb. While staying at an isolated island resort, James and M are enjoying a perfect vacation of pristine beaches, exceptional staff, and soaking up the sun. But, guided by the seductive and mysterious Gabby and her husband, they venture outside the resort grounds and find themselves in a culture filled with violence, hedonism, and untold horror. And the tagline for this is, find out what kind of creature you are. (laughs) Which I think that for for what this movie is, and I understand what they're trying to do with a line like that, but that line, because of what this movie is it's kind of like it's corny yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got corny vibes um yeah and like i was saying like i just didn't know what movie we were gonna cover yeah. yet and i just kind of i love that just, you went for just it went for it yeah. and you know and i think there was a moment like i was talking to jeremy i was like i don't like i want to watch this movie but i don't know if i want to watch this yeah. movie and he he's just like so sweet and supportive he's like Let's watch it, yeah. and if you don't want to cover it, we'll watch something else. Yeah. And I, I think because I didn't know how I felt about it, I wanted us to cover it because yeah. I think that I like. I think I even texted you like, if we hated it, that could be a fun conversation. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, we haven't. I mean, we haven't done an episode where we, yeah, we have. I mean, we've done episodes of movies where we have mixed feelings about yeah. them, but I feel like, yeah, I think to figure out what you like Mm -hmm. and what you don't like you have to watch a bunch of stuff yeah you have to experiment and yeah like i mean i i think i've definitely seen stuff where like immediately i was like oh and then yeah you think about it and you like reflect on it and you're like huh yeah yeah i mean there's there's new things that come up and i can see that for this movie Mm -hmm. like for all that it was grotesque and like you know, a lot in, yeah. in, in very strange ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I can see this being something like, you know, that I definitely am thinking about mm-hmm. and like continue to think about and like use as reference for watching other films. Yeah. There, I think I might be lying, but I thought I heard that there could be a director's cut of this movie. Oh God. And that could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be like, 
50 more minutes of <laughs> epilepsy oh inducing yes. flashing oh orgy. <laughs> so strange. Um, all right. Well, our movie stats. Uh, this movie is directed and was written by Brandon Cronenberg, um, Canadian director and screenwriter, and he is the son of renowned filmmaker mm-hmm. David Cronenberg, Kro- David Gro- and better known, I mean, he's kind of like the the godfather of like sci-fi horror but his mm-hmm. best like i think in the one i know him for the most is the fly yeah um so it kind of like makes sense that like this person wouldn't possibly like you know join the family business in a <laughs> sense <laughs> um um we do body horror and body horror only, only. in the cronenberg household yes, yes. <laughs> with a sci-fi twist um our cast is alexander sarsgaard um better known from true blood uh the northman um swedish actor mm-hmm. uh and he plays james foster and i had this because the first thing i ever saw alexander sarsgaard and i didn't know that it was him until like he became this big movie star as he has come a long way from Mikas and Zoolander. Dude, he was? <laughs> yeah. He's, he, yeah, so, yeah, like, huh. go back. It's it's a baby yeah. Alexander. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, and that whole family is, I love, like, Bill Skarsgård, yes. his dad, yes. and his younger brother, I forget his name, he's going to be the new crow. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, is it Stefan? Stefan. Yeah, yeah, he's like in the Vikings yep. uh, series. Yeah, like such a. I mean, like, like yeah, like I have, I have feelings. Like I have mixed feelings about like Nepo babies, but this like family is yeah. kind of like they're talented. They're talented, and they're all good looking, Swedish dude. Even <laughs> Bill, like I love, yeah. I love him. Yeah, yeah, he's silver, silver daddy. He's gonna be. Uh, oh no, no, not Bill. Um, um, oh, what's um. He was uh, Pennywise and It. Why am I... Stellan. Wasn't it Stellan's cars guard? Stellan is the dad. I think Bill is the young dude that you're talking about. Bill is? I thought Bill... Oh, okay. Maybe I'm getting them wrong. I like I the think, dad. Yeah, Stellan. Yeah, uh, Stellan Sosgar. Okay, yeah, he yeah. was great in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, yeah, totally. He was the guy who was killing everybody. Yes. <laughs> oh wait, maybe that was a spoiler. I'm sorry. Whatever. <laughs> Those movies have been out for a really long time. Um. And then we have Mia Goth, um, our new horror queen, um, and she, better known for her kind of like uh, Ty West X trilogies that mm-hmm. are coming out right mm-hmm. now with X, Pearl, and Maxine. Um, I've seen X and Pearl, and mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to Covering. Maxine. Yeah. 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 We, that should just, I mean. We should do like a trifecta yeah, or like yeah. something. Um, and she plays Gabby. Um, and the first thing I saw her in <laughs> was Nymphomania. I think that was the first thing I saw her in, too. Yeah, she plays P. Yeah. And um, that movie, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I went into that movie a little naive. I did not know. I knew, I knew but I didn't know <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, we have Cleopatra Coleman, uh, better known for her recent film, uh, Rebel Moon Part 1, which I haven't seen because um, I heard it got some really bad reviews. But um, I heard of Cobweb, 
which seems really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she's an Australian actress. Um, there's other people in this, but you know, it's just kind of, I think you Those and I are the might, mains. yeah, I also think you, you and I might have the same mindset of like, we didn't really care for these people yeah. that much. So yeah. it's like, it's I like, don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all kind of in a, a clunk conglomerate. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like the individual doesn't really matter all that yes. much. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into it, but this, uh, the film location of this movie is a fictional place, but it was filmed in Canada, Croatia, and Hungary. Beautiful oh, landscape. So beautiful. I'm like, oh, yeah. The, the, there's something about it. Like, I, I think it was parts of Croatia. Yeah. Where I was just like, this is so beautiful. Yeah. I want to go to here. Yeah. Oh. I think that's also where Croatia and Hungary is also where uh, Game of Thrones and yeah, like the parts new- of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, House of Dragons mm-hmm. film too. Mm-hmm. Um, Infinity Pool premiered at Sundance um, in January twenty second in two thousand twenty three. Is then theatrically released in Canada by Elevation Pictures uh, like a few days later. And then you know it's interesting because it said that the film received a lot of positive reviews from critics. But you guys were paid. Yeah, you guys were paid. Yeah, I. Well, I also just think like when you come with a name like Cronenberg, yeah. I feel like you already have some kind of. He's edge. a nepo baby. Yeah, no, no, I mean, totally. And I, I and I, I want to get into that a yeah, little bit. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. I haven't seen any of his other films. I know he has some. Yeah, but I, antiviral and possession. Possession. Yeah. yeah. Um. But with that, eighty-seven uh, percent of Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience scored at fifty-two, yeah, that makes which seems sense. fair. Um, again, this movie has a lot of com- conflicting uh, views and opinions. Uh, six out of ten at IMB- IMDb, seventy percent of Metacritic, uh, three point two from Letterboxd, and it's out of a five rating. And I, I saw like the first one, the first reviewer on Letterboxd for this film said, "By far the weirdest episode of White Lotus yet." Yeah. <laughs> like that, that is so that poignant. fits and i mean i was gonna bring up white lotus because and maybe i'll mention it more at the end but yeah. like i loved white lotus mm, yeah and i feel like the class critique and the sort of like gross white vacation yeah. like just piece of shit piece of shit opulence yeah. and all of that stuff like i just felt like it created a lot more of a conversation yeah and then this one was just like handed it to you on a sloppy platter of raw meat and like <laughs> moldy <Yay>. gross <laughs> um yeah, I yeah, I in a sense I feel like I I can agree maybe the most with the letterboxed review, you know, I it like the, again, I I I'm at a at a 50/50 with yeah. this film, so that feels more like how I would rate this film, maybe maybe like a hard like 3 or 2.9 out of 5. A hard 3? What did you say? A hard three? A hard three? Yeah. Like a definitive three. Yeah. Okay. Or like a 2.9. Like, um, like kind of almost like there has some... I'm some... giving it a two. That's fine. Maybe a 1.5. A hard 1.5. Ooh, damn. <laughs> An erect 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before we get into it, um... Because, yeah, we're, we're about to just, like, dive deep into this film. Um, I did kind of want to touch base on what's going on with Mia Goth and Kurt News. Now, I, I'm, I, I'm a fan. I think she has so much range. Mm-hmm. I love how she's just, like, leaning in mm-hmm. to the horror genre and, like, 
Pearl is so fucking oh, good. Dude, it's really and good. And I, I would love to cover that film, too, at a, at a different time. Um, but it's also just, like, you know, also just Mia Goth as a person. She see like, obviously, I don't know her personally. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> like, I didn't go to Oxford? <laughs> yeah. Um, but my read on what I've seen of her is, like, I, I kind of love that she's not your typical beauty, you know? She's so interesting yeah. to look at. Yeah, and she, like, really draws you yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then, like, when you see her on her press tours or get an interview, she's, like, kind of this, like, shy, yeah. quirky girl. She's so soft-spoken. Yes, yeah. 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 And yeah. so, like, I, I've always been a fan. And then, like, I feel like at the beginning, maybe it was, like, last year, there are these uh, film. So yes, so she's doing this like three part movie series with Ty West. They're now filming the third installment with Maxine, and um, I th- yeah, it must have been last year. There were allegations that uh, a background actor um, is suing her for assault. Mm-hmm. Now, who Mia Goth is also somewhat you know, in this realm of kind of domestic violence is her partner, um, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> and I, I was such a big fan and then he got really cuckoo bananas and now he's like kind of on this like, um, you know, praise Jesus. I went to therapy. Everything is kind of fine train, which it's like, yes, like, thank you for maybe hopefully changing, but that doesn't, no. that doesn't erase what we did. You I know? am, I am so mad and anti Shia LaBeouf because he I loved him yes that it, one hurt it hurt yeah. it, it hurt big time yeah and I I yeah he he's just been in like really weird strange things yeah. that I really loved and, just, and I loved him as an actor yeah you know but but the fucking the, yeah. the, the the biggest line for me was the FKA twigs. Yes. Um, yeah. The way that their relationship was just filled with so much abuse. Yes. Against yeah. her yeah, yeah, from yeah. Shia. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just sort of like his approach to mm-hmm. and like response to that, where he's going to just really lean into it yeah. and like wear a paper bag over his yeah, head and I'm be a like, piece of shit. I'm a pariah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, but, but also be, he's still getting these film roles yeah. and he's still getting accolades. And I'm just, I'm like, I actually forgot that he was married to Mia Goth, yeah. and I'm actually mad about that because, yeah, I like I think she's such a talented actress, yeah. but like, how can you be married? Well, she is one of his victims, yeah. Which yeah. is also like, again, I'm I don't know these people. Right. I don't know what they have worked through in their relationship. They have a child together, so I'm sure that just like, yeah complicates things and they did separate for a while and then because he's like in a sense like turning a new leaf like they they have in in their own way of reconcile or moving forward which i guess great but like it doesn't excuse like what is going on so when these allegations were coming out uh you know that mia gall sorry (laughs) mia goth assaulted this person um I almost, like, from what I was reading, it was really quick to be like, well, look who her partner is. And it was like, that's not fair. Like, because, yes, I know I always say, like, hurt people hurt people, but not all people who've been hurt are those types of people. And I had to do, like, some digging on my own because I was like, whoa, like, here I am, like, I I praise Mia Goth. Mm -hmm. I think she's amazing. But it's like, it's one of those weird things, like, can I move forward 
still respecting the artists with like not like accepting who they are as a person like all the baggage well and it's also like the fucking like another example it's like i think one of the biggest conflict celebrities is michael jackson yeah you know like there are people who who obviously things happen to them because of this person but i i feel like not you know maybe the majority of the public are looking to look past that because they're like well he was also abused this also happened it's like that still it doesn't excuse and yes he he's an amazing artist but like the proliferation yeah uh, yeah it it's yeah it, yeah. And it's so complicated. It is like, so complicated. This is, we, I mean, this could be its own conversation. I know, I know, I know. And, <laughs> I, and I'm, don't worry, I will wrap up my point. And I, and so I like dug a little bit deeper, and I was like, "What's going on here?" Um, and it seemed like, from what, based on what I'm, what I read, it seems like this could almost be like an accident. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was like the second time that it had happened, but. The f- th- let's set the scene. So in the scene, this background actor is like on the floor, is pretending to be dead, and so like the in the scene, Mia is supposed to run and like jump over him or walk over him, and you know I'm sure like as an actor, you know you you take some like creative liberties, either you jump or you scream or you just like tiptoe, around, you know you try different things, and mm-hmm. and you're also just kind of waiting for your director to be like, all right, we got the shot, all right, let's move on. So I guess, um. She did accidentally, like, kick him the first time, and she was warned. And then they went back to shooting, and then what she's being accused of is that she purposely kicked this man in the head. The second time? The second time. Mm. And then he allegedly said that um, after that had happened... Mia Goth followed him into the bathroom and accosted him and, like, verbally abused him. And so he then, you know, went to the hospital. He found out he did have a concussion. Mm -hmm. And not only is he suing Mia Goth, but he's also allegedly suing Ty West and A24 Mm -hmm. for damages and, you know, some other things I just, I don't understand. Um, Now, if that is true, like, if Mia Goth purposely kicked this dude in the head because she was like quote unquote mad yeah. or like who knows and then followed him into a bathroom yeah and like him. okay girly like like that's not okay yeah but the things that then doing my own little research it's like there are no previous allegations towards mia goth of her being not likable or being quote unquote difficult on set from her other co-workers um Again, like, we see her on these press tours. She's kind of, like, very quiet, soft-spoken. Um, and the thing I can't get around is, okay, he says that she followed him into the bathroom. No one saw this. Mm-hmm. And so, like, not saying that that didn't happen, but it's, like, another thing that I'm just trying to, like, okay, is that Mia Goth, Ty West, or A24 have not commented on this. And in a sense... You can see that as like, oh, it, that means that they're fucking guilty and they're trying to keep quiet. But I also see there's a lot of power in silence. And it's like, if some, if nothing didn't happen, then like, let's just move on. Let's let evidence or like the, the case kind of run its course and, you know, we'll fit, we'll figure it out or something. Um, but it's also kind of one of those things. It's like, like how many times have we seen men being videotaped on sets 
like verbally abusing like their their cast members or their crew members and they're like like yeah there's a moment where it's like oh this happened like oh he's just got a temper it's like do you well, remember tom cruise yes yeah that's what i was thinking of or like christian fucking, bales or uh uh fucking russell crowe yeah like but these people are still working and like we don't talk about it yeah like it's like kind of got erased a little bit yeah so like again i wasn't there i don't know these people personally but from what i'm seeing it could have just been an accident and also it doesn't take much to sue somebody. Yeah. Like, it's actually quite really easily, and it's not unheard of of people suing celebrities for quick cash yeah. as well. I, just, I don't know. I just can't... I mean, it's it's really fucking complicated. Yeah. I just can't help but think of, like, you know, the Me Too movement yeah. and women coming forward and, you know, like, spotlighting their abusers and, like, suing their abusers yeah. and just sort of, like all feminists everywhere being like, believe women, believe women. And, you know, just sort of like when, when, yeah, when it's, when it's a a male perpetrator against a female victim, um, it's just the, the tone, the, the way it's pursued, Mm -hmm. like all of, all of the optics of it are so different. And so like just being, you know, devil's advocate for this yeah. guy like yeah. nobody saw what happened yeah you know with being accosted in the bathroom but you know that doesn't mean it didn't happen mm-hmm. and you know we 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 we're supposed to believe victims yeah. and you know like does that take away like you know the feminist movement of believing victims when it's a male perpetrator mm-hmm. yeah um but also there's so many weird power dynamics involved yeah. where it's like did you fear for your life in that situation mm-hmm. because you know if it was a, a a much bigger or you know like even retribution against their career yeah. you know somebody like a tom cruise or a russell yeah. crow or somebody of that set you know you could be doxxed from the industry in a heartbeat yeah. for going up against somebody of that powerful you know but it's like how much power does mia goth actually have you know and it's like it's really yeah it's really complicated yeah it's complicated and i i mean there's a part of me that just hopes it was an accident because i do love this actress i love what where she's going with her career but who knows like maybe in a year when the dust settles and there's a different um and that's the thing too i haven't been able to find any recent news about this this happened almost a year ago and there's no new articles about it so that kind of was a little like confusing of like oh okay there's no update like the kind of the public discourse too was like also 50 50 it was like well look who she's married to like i'm not surprised this happened like she should fucking like get sued blah 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 and then the other side well, actually, I guess there's three because there's, like, you know, neutral, like, we'll see what happens, you know? And then the other really, like, extreme of it all was, like, yes, mother, mm. kick him. Mm. Oh, Mia Gagoth could kick me in the head any day. I take it, you know? And it's just, like, really interesting, like, views on, like... That's that double standard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's... It's messy. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's just... <laughs> I feel like I'm just, like, avoiding talking about the film, but we gotta get into it. So, before we start, just wanted to give a quick trigger warning that this film uh, will be discussing in the themes of violence, execution, sexual content, sexual assault, <laughs> gore, um, and just a lot of rich people bullshit. Amen, brother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Serena, <laughs> are you ready to dip your piggies in this pool? Yeah, dude, I'm ready. I forget the quote that Mia Goth used when, or no, it was her husband, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to fry you in rosemary until yeah. your eyeballs bleed oil. And I was just like, oh, here we go. All right. Okay. Um, yes, I think I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> James Foster, a failed, damn, failed fails. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife and Foster are at a bougie all in- all inclusive resort in uh, Latoka, a fictional seaside country where a local festival is underway. Gabby, a fan mm-hmm, of the only novel James has published, who is also vacationing at the resort with her husband Albin, uh, who invite the couple to dinner. At the dinner, it's revealed that James married into wealth due to M's father, who owns an established publishing company. The four spend the next day in driving into the countryside, even though they have been warned that tourists are to remain on the resort grounds at all times. While at the beach, James is peeing out of sight, where Gabby unexpectedly grabs him and gives him a hand job. After a day of sunbathing and drinking, the tired group drives back to the hotel where James accidentally hits a local, killing him. M wants to go to the police, and Gabby insists that they cannot, as the country is corrupt, and they will not be safe if they go to the authorities. The group drives away. So much happens yeah. in this first chunk. Yes. Like there's like they they're really setting the scene mm-hmm. for like a little bit. I w- I kind of wish there was more of it too. Yeah. Um but yeah, you're just sort of introduced to this like we, we don't know really what's beyond the the barrier yeah. the barriers of the hotel which has like barbed wire yeah, all along yeah. it and like guards that are armed Yeah, and, and um locals are like coming in on their four-wheelers and being disruptive disruptive yeah yeah. and but yeah the vibes of m and james's marriage is a little off like you could tell like there's things unsaid yeah and it's weird because the i feel like the movie if i remember the movie starts with them like waking up in bed and it's like the cute pillow talk of the mornings and oh let's let's not miss breakfast and like and then we get to the breakfast and like M is just like not interested, even though she she was the one who wanted breakfast. Yeah, and, she, and he's like, "Oh, you're you're not going to eat." And she's like, "Oh, I'll just meet you at the beach." She's later. Like, I want to leave. I'm going to go. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just like annoying to be there. Which like mm-hmm. I like t- to learn who this person is like more as the movie goes on. I don't blame her. Yeah, you know she, yeah. they're only there because like he needs inspiration he for needs- his next book. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's very much he he. We we find out later that she is kind of the the financial yeah um, you know the, she's, she's sponsoring the she, trip. yeah she is sponsoring the yeah trip. and the interesting like juxtaposition of being because we like like he he wrote this book and it's been six years and like you could just tell like he he you know no one's going like I mean someone will eventually but like no one's going up to him like oh Mr. Foster like loved your book like can't wait you know there's only like that one person who like does that yeah. to him and so it's like the juxtaposition of being a failure 
but you married rich, so you get to live this, like, false celebrity because, like, you're not uh, in financial distress. Yeah, being a failure in, in, in Louis Vuitton. Yeah. 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 And um, I think, like, the um, the Eki masks are really cool looking. That was my favorite part. Yeah. The t- attention to detail yeah. with all of those and how grotesque oh, they were. Oh, they're so cool. And I think this is where the white lotusness comes in because, like, you know, the people who are working at this resort are trying to like invite invite the guests into their culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and when that happened, I was like, oh, white people love that. Oh shit. yeah, they love that, that oh, we're shit. Learning. <laughs> and then you, yeah, it's like we're gonna do this song to like welcome in the rainy yeah. season as a thank you, and yeah. we're also gonna use this pigment on your face. And so yeah. he goes around and dabs a little yeah. like pigment on everyone's like cheek, and yeah. and everyone's like, oh my gosh, look, look at us. Look at us take pictures yeah, exactly <laughs> and i just was like oh yeah this this feels very white lotusy yeah the, the whitewashed mm-hmm. watered down local culture to, mm-hmm. to share with the tourists so it's like more palatable yep. um and i thought um yeah like uh earlier em is like i want to i want to check out you know the the chinese restaurant you know on the grounds and james kind of has his like Chinese restaurant? Why is there Chinese? Like, he kind of gets all uppity. Yeah. And then, like, as soon as fucking Gabby, yeah. like, mentions it, he's like, he's oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, let's definitely let's yes. go. <laughs> um, and I also kind of love that in this role, like, Alexander Sarsgaard is, like, a loser. Yeah. Because he's, like, obviously so handsome, so tall. Mm-hmm. And we've seen him in these, like, big roles. Like, I, I've only seen, like, I think two seasons of Succession, but mm-hmm. like I, even though I knew he like in the last season he was such a big character, like a side character, that he had like such a poignant presence yeah. in that in that season. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of nice to see him like as this like failure writer. Yeah. This know? is the most like submissive role yes, I've ever seen submissive. him in. That's such a good word yeah. for this. Yeah. And um. Yeah, and then, like, he, he, like, runs into Gabby on the beach because, like, they witnessed that local on the ATV, and he's kind of like, what's going on? And Gabby's like, he's trying to make a protest or something. Like, she says yeah. something, like, she's mm-hmm. trying to tell us something or... Keep the tourists away. Yeah. And hang, yeah, she she says some really weird yeah. shit. And then, um, and then she's like, I loved your book. And she's, like, looking up at yeah. him all doe-eyed yeah. and, like you know, giggly and she, and he's like, Oh, you read my book. Why? Why? And he's like, well, not a lot of people have, yeah. you know, or like, not he a lot knows. of people. Yeah. He's like, he's kind of a self-aware king, yeah. I guess. Like, um, but the fact that like this person like is telling him and like, you know, giving him attention and, um, he's like just kind of enchanted immediately by this like stranger. And, um, yeah, when she's like, can I, can I please, like, can I please invite you guys to dinner? I just want to, like, get to know you more. And mm-hmm. it's like, then it's the Yangs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and they're But wear- she said that, like, I, you know, I've seen you around the resort yeah, for a few days, but I've yeah. been too shy to, yeah. like, approach you. So it's like, they've been, they've been clocking baiting, you and baiting, watching you and, yeah. like, yeah, figuring you out. Yeah. Um, And you're just so flattered. And yeah. yeah, I love that line when Em comes back to James and, um, you know, after having dinner with them, she's like, oh, you really found your fan club. Yeah, because then they, like, like go out to you know they then they get invited to like oh we should 
drive around tomorrow and and em is kind of like the only yeah. one who has her guard up yeah. and like good for you girly yeah. because she's just like why are we hanging out with these people yeah you we know? don't know them we don't know them and james is like oh let's just like try something new yeah. let's just get out and yeah and she's like no like yeah you only like you're just happy that you found your fan club and yeah. that's why you want to be around these and people. i think the sub- subtext there is you know he's sort of like let's try new things to like maybe spice up the relationship again yeah. because there yeah there is definitely something weird going There's on some, there yeah i mean like they're at the restaurant and then they go to a club and like fucking like I, I feel like that naturally kind of happens when you meet new people. Like you kind like you kind of find the person you want to like talk to, and so you're just kind of like chit chatting. So like, M and Albin are like talking, and then on the dance floor is Gabby and James, but their eye contact yeah. is a little too much. Oh, yeah. It's like, bro, your wife is <laughs> right, right there. over there, and you're like, you're giving like fuck me so eyes to obviously. this person, and she and I mean this is kind of the the. Uh, like the great alluring thing about Mia Goth is like she she does bring you in yeah. and she's like clocking eyes with this dude and then like he I can't remember does he see like a oh no no that's later sorry um but you just kind of feel like you don't trust this person this person is not here to be your friend yeah. like there's something else going on yeah. here and like i know sometimes that can happen with like people who meet like their celebrity and they're just like oh maybe i can right. maybe i can seduce him right or like you know i don't know i right it's like i just I, I felt just already very uncomfortable with these people yeah and then and- the fucking hand job yeah on the beach like and that, I would say that was kind of a cool angle because, like, they're just seeing him, like, peeing on the pebbles. And then the next thing we see on the pebbles is, like, yeah. his, his stuff. <laughs> but the, it's just so awkward because she's just kind of staring in oblivion and he doesn't do shit to push her off. Yeah. And it's like, James. Yeah. This is when I'm like, you're not a good person. No, I don't. I don't give a fuck. What Even though, to yeah, you for the he, rest of the movie. yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, all of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, except, except for M. Yeah, yeah. M is the only one who's like kind of so, kind of chill, kind of yeah, cool, and she's just like, no, yeah, I will not engage. Yeah. in this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I mean, from the very beginning, like Mia Goth's character is definitely flirtatious mm-hmm. and seductive, and you know. Uh, you you get the sense that like her husband is okay with it a little bit too yeah but he's like a groovy dude yeah he's down <laughs> <laughs> but definitely yeah he he has absolutely sort of and then it happened and then she just walked away and he was yeah. like oh, oh and it's like jarring <laughs> yeah but he was just like okay like you just yeah. fucking lost a huge like piece of trust in your relationship we're just yeah. mo- moving on moving on <laughs> Yeah, and then she's, like, the way she's just, like, blinkingly staring into space, like, is not even really here, and is just doing it. It's like, whoa, she's fucking scary. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, there's that moment, I can't remember if it was at dinner or when they're on the beach, but, like, Albin kind of is just like, so, James, like, what's going on? Like, are you a teacher? Like, what do you do for money? And... Oh, I think it's at dinner, and Em's like, "Oh, he married rich, mm-hmm. you know, so he's he's fine, you know." And and James like, "Oh, well, we're here for inspiration for my next book." And um, and Em kind of says like at some point like because Albin's like prying, he's like, "Well, why did you marry this dude? Like, he's he kind of doesn't seem 
I don't know, like, he's not successful. Yeah. He kind of just seems like he's aimlessly wandering around. Yeah. And Emma's like, oh, well, you know, oh, you know, yeah, at this point, it's like danger of becoming a charitable organization Which is at this not point. not a nice thing to no, say. It's, no, that was not a very mean thing to say about, like, your failed husband. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, he, I'm, I'm just the money, you know? Well, and then just, you know, like, pro tip to all the writers out there, you can be a writer and not be, like, actively writing. Yeah. You know? And so I think there's something to this where it's like, we're really gonna lean in and kind of make, like, tap on all these insecurities yeah. of this guy because they are, they obviously know all of this information about yeah. him already but they're kind of like digging in the knife where it's like how can we make you feel even more small and more humiliated and isolate you and make your wife say shitty things about you yeah Yeah. totally totally and then um yeah the the when so when they're trying to leave the beach and it's like super dark now and um i thought the when the headlights were malfunctioning that was like I, that was scary. It was scary because, like, you kind of know, like, in a sense, like, tropey, like, you know something's about to happen. But, yeah. like, I just kind of was in a moment of, like, whoa, if that happened to me, like, what? I I would stop driving. Yeah, dude. Stop he, driving. Dude kept going at a solid yeah. 60 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, and he's just, like, fiddling. He's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and then when they do hit the dude and it's just like, whoa, holy fuck. Like, what did you just do? And, you know... M and James, I think, are trying to be reasonable people. They're like, we have to do something. Yeah, we have to call the police. Yeah, and we then have to, yeah. and then Gabby just like takes the the situation by the balls in a sense. Is like, no, we are not calling the police. And the thing is, like, this is where I was like, okay, sh- sh- shut up. Like, she's just like, <laughs> this is like, she's saying like, you know, it's a corrupt country. These people are animals. You know, if they find out that, um that we killed someone like there she she then like says like they will rape you and yeah. you will be dead by the morning yeah so we're not calling the police what a fucking thing to say i know yeah yeah but you just yeah she she the way that she takes power yes. and control and yeah. she is like telling she's like telling her husband you're driving and then yeah. you're doing this and we're gonna be back Get in the yeah, car yeah, yeah right now and yeah. yeah and they just drive away and then the way they come back to yeah. the resort yeah where they're like the car's missing car. we know it's gotta have yeah we, it's got to have a huge fucking dent in it yeah. from the body that yeah. they just fucking ran over yeah. but they just kind of like crawl up and they're like hey like we, we got, got lost, lost. and we they're could... like where's your key card yeah yeah like i guess they're not allowed yeah. like yeah. How, oh well, we just like got turned around yeah. like and they're like okay well show us your key card yeah. James, where's your key yeah, card? Yeah, and he's shaking, and yeah. you're just like, you're like, will they let him in? Will they like, whoa, yeah. whoa, what's happening? Yeah, and they finally do, but then we really get the sense of like, you know, you're really on the outside of this fence, yeah. and you're you're kind of like unprotected from like whatever the unknown yeah. that's out there. But totally. but you guys are kind of the uh, the unknown and the danger that's out there. You guys yeah. created this for yourself, yeah. like yeah, like the whole concept of like. When yeah, Gabby at some point she says something like, Yeah, the the locals are like animals. And yeah. it's like, yeah. no girly, you're the animal. Yep. Like you yep. you were you yep. were the fucking grotesque monster. The thing in the dark. Yeah, yeah. that's out there. Yeah. Woo. So the next morning, James and M are arrested for the hit and run slash murder and are separated from each other. James and, and that was so scary when they yeah. go to the you know and Anyway, we'll get into it. But um, James is told by the detective working the case that M, Gabby, and Albin have confessed that James is guilty for the crime. 
James learns the penalty is death at the hand of his victim's firstborn son. The detective shares an alternative deal that can be arranged. The country has an exclusive loophole in its justice justice system. If the guilty can pay a hefty fee, they can be cloned and have their duplicates killed in their place. James pays the fee with M's money to escape execution. There's a caveat, though. As part of this unique deal, James and M must watch the execution of his clone. M is horrified by what she's witnessed and wants to leave immediately, where James is slightly fascinated. The couple try to pack their bags as soon as possible, but James discovers that his passport is missing. He encourages M to return to the United States without him. The fucking... The fucking... Okay, I was just sort of like, what in the... What in the Soviet era, <laughs> North Korea architecture yeah. vibe is this place? Yeah, it, it is so. The police station, the police yeah. station. Every little like glimpse into the it's outside so world. Sterile. It is sterile. It's industrial. Yeah. There's no like. There's no people around. You know, it feels very, you know, North Korea where they have these big sprawling like warehouses arguably like beautiful crazy weird architecture but there's nobody around and it's spotless and you know like it it feels like a country where everyone's afraid yeah and you don't want to like get out of line and even the uniforms and just the iconography of everything that you're seeing is just it feels so hostile it feels so fucking locked up abroad yeah and you're scared i'm scared for that no it was such a jarring thing when they're like you know there's a knock on their door and he's like, Mr. James Foster, you have to come with us. And then they, they're on the way to the police station and M is like hyperventilating. She's obviously freaking out. And then they separate them. That to me, like would be the scariest thing. That was the hardest part. Yeah. Like they're separated and you're like, what the fuck is about to happen to Mm -hmm, my person? mm -hmm. And then the way that the, the thing was, I kind of love that the detective was like kind of nonchalant. I loved him. He was kind of like, Hey, just so you, before we get into it, like, I, I know you're saying you didn't do it, but <laughs> we know because uh, my cousin or my uncle. Well, yeah, he said that. Um, Oh, my. Yeah, my. Yeah, my family member was the owner of the car. Um, And I need you to say that you stole it because if the authorities and it's it's like, well, you're the authority. Yeah. But it's like if. They find out that you paid him. He's going to be executed. So can I get your consent that you stole the vehicle? And then, like, fucking James is just sitting there like like a little, like, baby. And it's just like, yes. Yeah. Okay. And then, and he's like, okay, but, like, I I know you said you didn't do it, but hold on. (laughs) Uh, M, uh, Gabby, and Albin have ratted out Mm -hmm. on you. And they they said that you're guilty of this crime. Mm -hmm. Um. So you're gonna be executed. <laughs> Surprise! By by the, you the know. firstborn son. Oof. And but 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 hold, hold one second. <laughs> um, if you pay, we could just like we can do this thing. Yeah. It'll only take a couple minutes, yeah. and um, you'll be fine. Yeah, we're just gonna clone you, and then we're gonna yeah. execute the yeah. clone, and then you have to watch, Got and then it. the third fourth cool. son. Yeah. And and James is still kind of like trying to catch up yeah. with like what that all means. Yeah, he he's like, what do you what like? Yeah. And so yeah, he he like pays the fee. And then I thought it was such an interesting scene where they're like measuring him yeah. and they're like you know sizing him up for all all the things. I don't know how any of this shit works, but like we don't know either. They put the like, ball cap on him. They put that 
dental mm-hmm. mouth opener thing and then he walks into that room where it's like covered in like red gelatinous soup. the texture of that red shit and then when you it's saw like that like text too yeah the like the blue kind of there was like yeah. the blue blue the grossness blue yeah. started coming yeah. in and it's just it feels really gross yeah and then like yeah the whole uh like you said you know just like flashing lights everywhere it's very <laughs> trippy i i mean i like i don't have epilepsy but i was like god damn like i could i had to yeah. like hold my hand in front of my face and like close my eyes because just yeah some of that flashing was so jarring yeah and i would like peek and i'd get a flash of like a fucking eyeball with it, a needle yeah or, like it you almost know. felt like like that's what it would feel like to be inside a microwave or something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I am the tin can in the microwave right now. That's how I felt. But yeah, I mean, that was like, I, I think that's when we start getting like our first flashes of how like unhinged this movie is about to be. Yeah, and he has he has that vision of like when he when the cloning process is happening he has a vision of seeing gabby naked yeah, in dancing front of him. and you're like oh yeah. get the get out of there dude yeah. like no yeah and it's like just but the like the concept of like oh you can do something horrific but don't worry yeah we're just gonna do this yeah and you know we're fine we're fine with this arrangement if you are like to me that's a wild thing yeah like it is a very, like, jarring moment when, like, Emma's like, I don't want to watch this. And the detective is like, this is not negotiable. Yeah. Like, yeah. you have to watch this. Yeah. And it's also so, I, I don't even know how I felt when, like, they're then in, like, that little open barn arena area. And then we just see James's clone, like, tied up, tied up with his little hospital gown. But, like, th- his stomach is, like, bare. And it's just, like calling out for help yeah. and like no nothing's happening we then we just see this boy yeah walk in he's handed like this dagger and it's just like holy fuck what is going they, on they were not kidding yeah yeah <laughs> and you you know you feel for like i guess this is justice in this country because yeah, yeah the, the kid and the family the the wife and the other yeah. kids are all there and it's like yeah you fucking killed their dad and you, and you, and you drove away drove, you hit and ran like yeah. that that is not and also the way when he was interacting with the detective and yeah. he was recounting the events um uh james's character was just sort of like in disbelief that this could possibly ever be happening to him yeah um and that to me really spoke to sort of like even though he's not the rich one he's now living this rich life but sort of like the untouchable um the the feeling of being untouchable yeah Yeah, privilege yeah and just being like this can't be happening to me yeah like no yeah no no and just like complete utter disbelief you know yes and And I, i thought that was like I don't know that that to me was one of the better parts of the film. <laughs> yeah, and I also like again like I I wanted so much more of M's character because yeah. yeah she's not like the most supportive yeah. but like I don't again I don't blame her for because like who like I'm sure like James was like in their backstory was like this like charming like oh like he's gonna do great things and now he's just like he didn't follow through yeah. in his in his dream yeah. or like something and, and we, like we know that the dad doesn't like him yes yeah and so and there's yeah and em is very aware of her daddy issues mm-hmm. and but i love that she like confronts james of like that she thinks that it was actually disgusting the way he just sat there yeah. like a robot and he had he like lacked in complete 
empathy of mm-hmm. what just happened. And I'm sure she even saw him like smile because yeah. he does. He smile. It's very subtle. Yeah. But his whole demeanor is just like he like he just yeah. he just discovered yeah. gold or yeah. something, yeah. you know, because he's he got away with it. Yes. And like he he got his problems like cleaned up and, yeah. you know, take it away and he yeah. can, you know, go back to his little reality on vacation. And, you know, maybe it's even like a high for him, you know, because yeah. you escaped something horrible. Totally. And you're. And yeah, the surrogate was like calling out for M. I know, and it was awful. It, it was, was a slow, painful, horrible. Ugh, and they really just kept the camera angle yep. right there. Yep. Like just, I hated that yeah, part. I, I just, I felt like there was like so much gore, and it just, it's just starting. Yeah, but so much gore just for gore's sake. Yes, exactly. And it just like, and I had to just be like, okay, like I know this isn't actually what's happening. <laughs> yeah. This is movie magic. Yeah, but but it's it gets it happens so much and for so long that you yeah. really are just like. This is this really sucks to watch like right now. Fifteen seconds too long, my yeah. dude. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe, a minute, maybe a minute maybe, <laughs> too long. Um, yeah, and it's just like it's just hard because I feel like you know in in this situation, M is like the one positive force left within James's life within yeah. the group of people. Um, but James, like. I think, yeah, I think he's a really small person, and I think he, in a sense, probably was just waiting for something to happen to him. Something... um, He's waiting for life to happen to him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, he just, like, at this point, like, you just know, like, you are, like, you tapped into something, and you you may not be coming back. Yeah. And, um, yeah. When, when he's like, oh, where's my passport? It was, like, way too casual. Yeah. And you're like, you fucking... Yeah. I, I, I knew he fucking hit it. Oh, you did? I yeah. didn't know. I did. I, I was like... Because he's just kind of like, oh, where where's my passport? Yeah. Oh, like... Yeah. And, and there's no there's no alarm. Yeah. Because M wants to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. She's just like, we are leaving. She's yelling. She's throwing yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, oh. Oh my! (laughs) (laughs) I didn't suspect. That's that's so interesting that you like you figured that out because I that one threw me off guard at Mm. the end when we that was revealed. Yeah, and then you get like um, (laughs) you get an urn of your clone as a souvenir. I I actually loved that part where I was just like, what in the fuck? We don't even like this technology is not explained. Yeah. This is so much work yeah. to do this cloning process yeah. in order to like have the surrogates be killed and everything is like boobies and boppies, like, you know, like space station, Star <laughs> Trek, <laughs> like <laughs> buttons. And you're just like, what technology? What is happening? What is happening? Yeah, they yeah. don't. Yeah, you just go in some goo. And yeah, yeah, and you come out and lights yeah. in the microwave. <laughs> in the microwave. Uh, <laughs> um, so James extends his stay by a week on M's credit card. And I wanted to make that very clear because he ain't paying for shit. Sugar mama. Um, where he encounters Gabby and she explains that they experienced a similar situation where Albin was accused of murder. Gabby tells James that he should see this experience as a gift, inspiration. James is invited to a, uh, to meet a small group of Westerner uh, tourists who all have been convicted of serious crimes and paid to watch their doubles killed. These people return 
to the resort annually and commit horrific crimes and just burn money to watch their devils get slaughtered. Over the next several days, they influenced James to transform into a libertine criminal and engage in a sleuth of sinister acts, including killing and harassing locals, engaging in hallucinogenic (laughs) orgies that also lasted way too long, (laughs) and other sadistic crimes. Yeah. And then to me, like, this is kind of where it it felt a little like Westworldy to me, mm. which I thought Westworld did a really good job, at least for the first few seasons. Yeah, I only watched the first season. Yeah, but it's it's sort of like, you know, if you pay to play, like if you have yeah. the money, you can have this whole like real feeling experience yeah. where you can fucking do literally anything. Yeah. You can murder, you can rape, you yeah. can, you know, like all, all the worst things of humanity you can do to these AI, these yeah. robots, because yeah. they don't have feelings. They don't, you know, they, yeah, yeah sure. They're what could go wrong? They're expendable. What could go wrong? Yeah. Um, and it's sort of the same kind of vibe where it's like we are realizing the, the and testing the limits of what wealth can buy you. Yeah. And you realize like, oh, this is a playground for these people to just absolutely um, wreak carnage, wreak carnage in the most fucked up way yeah. and just use this country and the system as a fucking playground yeah. for them to get off on, get high on, yeah. and just yeah, it's it's fucked up and it's, yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, and like, um, yeah, when Gabby is telling James, like, Alban is an architect, and um, he was installing an infinity pool, yeah, and that's where the title of the movie yeah. comes from. And there was some construction accident, and the. There was a, a some kind of plate fell and killed someone, and even though it wasn't Albin's, like, uh, like, in, like initially he didn't cause it, but like the blame was put on him. Yeah, yeah. And so that's when they discovered this, and um, you know, Gabby's trying to pull James in, like, see it as a gift, bro. Mm-hmm. You're trying to find mm-hmm. inspiration. Mm-hmm. This is, this is it. And even James is like. You know, because she's like penalty of death. They they made a discovery, and he's like a discovery. You know, and she's just like, come on in. Yeah, you know, like yeah. drink the Kool Aid. And like, he's by himself. Like yeah. M, I'm, I think M is still in, in the, the hotel. In the hotel, she's ready to fucking leave the next and, yeah, day. And he like leaves. Yeah, and he meets this group of people yeah. who are, yeah, like. <laughs> inviting him into this space where he doesn't belong mind you he does not have money like these people he is trying to fit in in this fucked up way because he knows he doesn't have anything to talk about like talk about in his writing he doesn't have any money you know and and so like for him to have the audacity to like glom onto these people and feel like one of them you know throughout the whole movie it's just like bro what like recognize like your means you do not have the means to be fucking juggling this in this situation you can't even buy a seat at this table (laughs) your wife yeah your wife can but she's not here yeah yeah and i thought that was like a really interesting um quote from one of the people within this like exclusive fucked up club um uh he's a doctor and he said do you ever worry that they got the wrong man do you think i mean looking back on it they killed the real James. That was my biggest fear after my own experience, because you wake up in a little room and for all you know, they could have just swapped you out. Hard to say what happened while you were asleep, 
And it's like, oh, God. Want another drink? Yeah. Hey, you want to go uh, Want to go do some fucked up shit now? Um, and I loved this. At this point in the movie, like, pieces are kind of falling together. And I'm like, okay. Like, I've seen one weird, flashy, like, epilepsy scene. And yeah. there's, you know, but like... All right, I'm on board with the plot. Like it's it's weird, but I'm kind of with it. Yeah, like, I'm still I like here. These I'm still here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just thought like one of my biggest fears is home invasion, mm-hmm. and um, just because it's your safe, it, mm-hmm. it's your safe place. This is your home. You can do everything you can, but like, you know, what if someone did get in? And I hated how brutal yeah. this home invasion was, yeah. and they all like steal the ecky masks they all like find their personas Mm -hmm. and i also thought that was a really cool camera angle where like they're driving in the car and uh like james is just looking forward and mia mia goth uh gabby looks at james and you just kind of know there's there's something else going on here Mm -hmm. and james is just looking forward because that's the only like foresight he has right now he's like Oh, where 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 are we going? And Gabby's just making sure he's still like like in a way like mentally still here yeah, with them. Yeah, and yeah. um, mm-hmm. that scene was just so fucking chaotic when they bust into the house and like there's like Hi, everybody. Uh, yeah, and um, Gabby's just egging on James to like hold the gun and mm-hmm. like you know she like even puts her finger on the like mm-hmm. with his finger on the trigger and and then chaos like erupt somehow mm-hmm. like either they got like one of the people that they captured like got away from their ties yeah. like it all happened really fast and then like cappy like shoots alvin accidentally and like and unfortunately shoots one of the people that were inside the home and then they like cut to them being in that very sterile warehouse and they're just chit-chatting mm-hmm. and fucking James is just standing there like, oh, fuck, here I am yeah. again. But yeah. these people don't care. They've done this who knows how many times. And they're just living fancy free. And they're like being assholes mm-hmm. to the detective. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, let's just get this over with, mm-hmm. shall we? And then I thought that was such a cool kind of bait and switch scene of like they pull them. And they're like, well, we need to make some examples. Right. So right. and they're like, well, why no? We'll, we'll, you know, yeah. they're just getting dragged. And then there's a post for each of them and they get tied up and and there's genuine reaction from yes, them like yeah, crying and pleading yeah, and yes, confusion and yes you just are like oh well maybe they did take it too far yeah. and you know the the gig is up yeah. and like what's gonna happen yeah but then if you were to pause it you'd be like oh we're only halfway through this movie yeah <laughs> what's <laughs> about stopping. to happen <laughs> and then yeah all these fucking clones get like get slaughtered and then it just pans to the group on the bleachers like clapping yeah. and laughing yeah. and smiling and like, like they're so entertained by this, and James is like, "Oh, I'm part of the group yeah. now. Like we've all gone through He's something like, together. I get it. Like yeah. there, this is a high. Like yes. watching myself get killed and like my throat gets lit. And so then you witness the the mutilation and the the deaths of yeah. all of these characters, but they're still alive. But maybe we don't know. They could have been switched out. Yeah. I mean, I, I think at this point they don't really fucking care. Yeah, they're just like." yeah we have money we can do this this is strange and weird and nobody else gets to do this but we get to do this yeah and there there was that detail of um that the clones don't know that they're clones they literally wake up as if that other person went to sleep you know they don't there's no like um 
they're not removed from the situation. Yeah. And, um, but also like, yeah, just like the example of like gross privileged indulgences in that moment where they're just sitting on the bleachers and like high fiving. Yeah. And it's just like, this is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but, but a cool concept. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, again, yeah. I'm sort of like the backbones of this film were kind of interesting and yeah. cool. I'm just a little confused yeah. with some of the execution. Uh-huh. And like, we also like, like we talked about at the beginning, we don't give a fuck about the, any of these characters. Yeah, They're don't. all horrible. Yeah. yeah. And it's just going to get worse and worse. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, James comes back with another urn. And so <laughs> he's collecting them, <laughs> collect them all like happy meal. Pokemon. <laughs> um, uh, M hasn't left yet. She's like, she's been waiting for him to find his passport. And, probably. Yeah. And it's like been overnight. Yeah. And so she just like calls him out and she's just like, what are you doing? Like, I just found out like you're staying here for another week. Like I've already paid for it, you know, and like you have another urn, like what the fuck is going on? And, you know, I, I love that she's just, like, calling him on his bullshit. Like, you don't belong here. Like, why why the fuck are we... What are we doing, you know? And um, James kind of just, like... Because, again, he doesn't... He, he knows what can, like, tick M. So he just says, okay, go run back to daddy, you know? And, you know, good for you, girl. Like, don't have the, to tell me twice. Get the fuck out yeah, of there. Like, yeah. you, like, harsh blow, but whatever. Yeah. Like, get out of there. Yeah. And... Like, I thought it was also just so gross that, like, Gabby tells yeah. James that women like M yes. train men to be weak. Because I know women that actually believe that. Yeah. I know women that actually believe that. Yeah. Where th- they're sort of, they, they, they lean so heavily into those stereotypical masculine, feminine, like what all the all the bullshit of that like my man needs to be served and my you know like all all of all of just that that whole mindset and and she's she is just like slowly creeping her little claws Uh, into him and has her has him completely wrapped around her finger and she's stroking his ego and like you know just trying to justify why he's still there justify why i left and that it's okay and like just telling him like lean in yeah. Like, see, I think this is where it's like, see what kind of creature you'll become. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, she's, she's like, try, like, and it's working. Yeah. She's pulling him in yeah. and he's like, fuck yeah, like, let's do this. Yeah. And so then they have like that little moment where they um, smoke like the local root. Yeah. I forget what it was called, but it's supposed to be an hallucinogenic. Yeah. But also an aphrodisiac. Yeah. And you're like, oh, <sighs> Jesus. Like, you yeah. kind of feel like, okay. Yeah. And then. The whole orangey scene is insane. There's so much going on. It's like uh, like a kaleidoscope yeah. of debauchery. Yeah. And, and I think we're supposed to feel what James is feeling on this drug. Yeah. You like, know? is this real? Yeah. What's going on? And I just... The, and then it just, like, it's continually more yeah. horrible. Yes. And I'm so interested to know if you, like got any more information about the fucking nipple no no i didn't i didn't dive into that too much but yeah yeah there's a moment where like um there's there's an orgy going on with all those other like people in the fucked up kids club and um 
then all of a sudden they're all kind of like sitting in a row and we know it's probably Gabby who's like walking in the aisle and all of a sudden her like nipple starts to like grow like some 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 it's, it's solid like, stuff is yeah, coming out of like it. It's like roots and yeah, shit, yeah. and it's like kind of claymation, which I thought was kind of cool because it reminded me of the thing. Yeah, John Carpenter's yeah, the thing. That's a great yeah, but but, but yeah. yeah, the thing, the thing, and David Cronenberg's other films. Yeah, you know, The Fly, Videodrome is yeah. one of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. Successful body horror. Yeah, like I feel yeah. like this. There's like. There's um the plot revolves around this yeah. and it has some like it's creating structure yeah. and depth and yeah. texture to this film. Yeah. But I felt like all of the body horror in this film up it to this point sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. I think it's supposed to like if you know, it's it's definitely shocking and jarring yeah. and it's it's evocative in that sense, yeah. but like and it does make you feel something, but it's like, but to what end? Like how yeah. does this align with what's actually going on? Is this yeah. just sort of like um, a visual visualization of how disgusting these people are. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. But like, it, it really was like a 10 minute, like, orgy <laughs> fever dream yeah, nightmare. Cause it, Cause it just start like for like two minutes straight, you just see Mia goth, like, hopping on <laughs> Alexander and then, then it pans low. And then we see like the other dudes are doing it to each other. The women are doing it to each other. And then it's like this hodgepodge, yeah. like all these images of everyone's body parts yeah. and things going into things. And their and, masks are still and their on. their masks are still on. But you kind of know who's who. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like too long. Yeah. And I, I kind of liked the kaleidoscopiness of it, but because it was just like being dragged out, like I kind of got lost. I was like, and then I, I wanted, I, like, if you're going to show me that nipple, that weird fucking thing. Tell me why. Tell me why. <laughs> but also, like, I wish her whole entire body then did that. Yeah. You know, the, and then she sunk into the floor. You yeah. know, like, there was some closure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, this movie, we don't get a lot of closure. No. And so, no. it's just, like, the group, like, really wants, like, a certain James and and they are influencing him. They're, they're, you know, at this point he's been cloned twice. So he's kind of being removed from himself Mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, these, yeah, the one, they want the one James that doesn't come with uh, a conscience Mm -hmm. or a moral compass. And it's like the whole concept of murder tourism and like the death of morality is like really hitting in these, like in this, scene and and again i this is when a little bit the film started to lose me a little bit because i like yeah give me give me a weird orangey you know but like don't make it 10 minutes long yeah and for no reason yeah other than it's an orgy yeah and, and we're just sitting here yeah. uncomfortable i just and we haven't yeah. we haven't looked away at, and, and at this like, point okay. it's it's so much like runtime of the film yeah like i would say like i feel like half the film <laughs> is just these like random fucking scenes that yeah. don't serve anything and so i'm like okay so like did you not have enough of a plot for a yeah. full movie like it it's starting to feel very like student film oh. philosophy <laughs> film class because i've yeah. been in those classes mm. where you're trying to be really fucking deep yeah. and trying to like say something and be like you know union and you know just g- 
go to those places and let's get visceral yeah because you're <laughs> learning about you know and it's, it's just yeah. like but no 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 no, no, no. no baby yeah no baby no baby oh okay so <laughs> one evening james is led to believe that the group captured the detective who initially arrested him however he was actually tricked into brutalizing a clone of himself that they stole yeah realizing what he has done james leaves the groups retrieves uh retrieves the passport that he had hidden under the sink yeah. um in order to stay in latolka and attempts to leave the country however the tourist group abducts him on his way to the airport um gabby reveals that she finds him pathetic that she's never read his book and that he was targeted by the group which is abusing him for their own amusement the accident james and m had with gabby and alban made their plan easier uh, to implement like they didn't even plan that yeah they're just like you just <laughs> you did, did that it for on your own. own you're such an idiot <laughs> and then james runs off into a nearby wilderness but gabby shoots him in the leg after wandering for hours james finds refuge at a farm where the residents tend to him and falls asleep uh, and has a hallucinogenic induced nightmare dude i like this whole scene give me a goth a fucking award because like because <laughs> it is so unhinged yeah. and she is so good yeah. at being this person and it's so frightening the way that when he you know he's on the bus he thinks he's like gotten away and then she like they drive up and she just kind of like waves at him yeah. <laughs> and, and then they swerve the car in front of the bus and she's just like with her whiny little boys James James what are you doing there in there huh yeah what are you doing you little baby and then she realizes like okay he's not coming out and I love that she then just like switches yeah and like her she like yeah physically transforms she's run out of patience yeah and then she points the gun at the bus and is yelling and demanding and says like i'm not gonna scream but like (laughs) (laughs) members of the bus give us the coward james foster all come and shoot and she fucking will don't test this bitch (laughs) um he is a spineless worm and a bedwetter who would sell his own mother for horse meat to save himself. And then because James, yeah, is a little bit of a coward, doesn't... And I think he... I mean, maybe he had a moment of clarity of, like, I don't want anything to happen to these people inside this bus. So he's just like, okay, like, you got me. Like, I'll come out. And then she's just like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> very dog like oh. and you can tell that the dynamics have shifted because yes. he hasn't been down and he tried to run away yeah and it yeah it feels like yeah you have a, a dog that you love and you take care of and then it runs away from you and you're just like how could you how could you do that mm-hmm. i i loved you i took care of you yeah. and i feel like in the, in a fucking twisted way she's like um yeah my my little my little puppy my little plaything my, my little, little thing. yeah he didn't why doesn't he want to be with us he's not listening yeah he's not yeah we yeah. gotta we gotta retrain him he's make being him disobedient a, make him a good boy again yeah and i, I fucking loved I loved seeing Mia Goth on the hood of this oh, vintage car so with good. a bucket of fried chicken, 
a fucking bottle of wine or brandy or whatever and a gun in her yeah. hand on the, just like while he's driving and just like yeah just and he's like walking degrading like, yeah degrading james and screaming at him faster but then she kind of like leans back and like yeah. sparks yeah yeah <laughs> is so insane so insane and then like james tries james like is grasping at straws and he's just like i got it i gotta get out and he like um takes advantage of a moment when gabby like spills her wine and she's just like oh no my wine open my wine and james tries to run over and like grab the gun out her hand she's like oh james (laughs) what are you doing you know, and it's just like it's so. And it, like to me, I think this was my favorite part of like mm. that that the five minutes of mm-hmm. this scene was my favorite part of the mm-hmm. film. And yeah, she like lays it into him. Um, I think you had um what the review that she reads. Oh yeah, Be- because okay, yeah. and I can read it. Go for it. it. So yeah, yeah, she's like as they're you know like. <laughs> They're dri- so everyone's driving in the car and James is just walking aimlessly in front of them. Yeah. He, like, he's kind of gotten got. Yeah. He can't go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Mia this got her yeah. wine and a fried chicken and a gun, like, pointed at him. And she's degrading him with every, you know, possible thing she could yeah. say. Um, and so, you know, it's revealed that she never read his book. Yeah. And she's like, you know, shall I read you, you know, like a review? I think she even says, like, it was actually kind of hard to look you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she had to do her research yeah. to find more information about you. Okay, so here's how that, you know, quote went. It says, The Variable Sheath, which is the name of his book, as bad as its title, seeming to recognize his own lack of talent, newcomer James W. Foster overcompensates with pre- uh, with pretension, failed posturing that only serves to emphasize how truly terrible this debut really is. Sheath is a book that has nothing to say and lacks the words to say it. One can, can't can help but wonder whether its very existence is owned, owed to Foster's powerful father-in-law, media mogul Edward Cervic. Maurice Tate is an overwritten urologist, I guess the main character of the the book, whose unconvincing marital struggles there, and, and then she gets interrupted. Yeah. But I just, when she was reciting this, I was like, is this getting really fucking meta? With yeah. like, is this is this Brandon Cronenberg talking about himself Ooh, in the huh. way that this movie is, where it's like, you know, um, the book has nothing to say and lacks the word to say it. I was feeling uh, this movie. The movie has nothing to say and lacks mm. the word to say it. But because you said that out loud, am I now kind of like, wait, what? Wait, <laughs> are you kind of, uh, are you kind of like calling yourself out a or, bit? or just like you're aware and does that make me like the movie more mm. because you know, you're understanding like the nepotism of your yeah. own father and like how you're overcompensating with pretension, which this film does feel like. Yeah. And I just, I just feel like the meta-ness and the self-awareness of that quote felt like he was talking about himself, the director, yeah. Brandon Cronenberg. Huh. Um, and how his daddy is, you know, the king yeah. of all of this yeah. stuff. And he's creating this, you know, new film in the same genre and yeah. just kind of like reaping the benefits of his father's success and fame. Totally. But do you actually have anything to say? Mm. But because you said that, does that mean I'm actually interested in what you have to say? Yeah. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. That was my favorite part. Yeah. Because I was like, I looked at Andrew and we we were just both kind of like, hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just... I love how she just kind of lays it into James and it's just really saying like, you're, you're not even shit 
my dude like what are you doing here like and you're such an idiot that like we we didn't even have to do anything you you ran into that guy all on your own you know we didn't have to like do much you know you 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 put it in the palm of our hands and like to me like that's some sick shit because it's like oh you 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 targeted this man yeah you you wanted all this to happen to him for your enjoyment for your amusement you don't you don't give a shit what happens to this dude like you know it's it's and and i didn't know if it was more like are you guys doing this so he could be part of your club or are you doing this because like you're actually like fucked up people both probably both yeah yeah. and you know that we kind of you know there's a lot that happens but you know when he goes and, and you know seemingly gets taken care of by this yeah. family that he comes across with his wounded leg um he has this kind of like hallucinogenic yeah. dream about m and like the mask and it just there's so much happening but then there's the fucking kid who killed his clone yeah, he the like first walks time. into the room and he like clocks yeah, him and that is, smiles that at is him. the creepiest part of the scariest part yeah, of the movie yeah. for me and i was just like oh yeah and in my brain i was like there's no fucking way that that like this is that house right. that this kid lives right, here. Right. But could it but be? But what if it is? And I almost kind of would like that if that was yeah. like if yeah. that if that whole dream sequence was kind of real. Yeah. Because he ran out. Yeah. He was just like so freaked out by what but happened. I'm curious. Like, why did you think that um he then like sees M? Why why did it go from like the the little boy is strangling him to then he then it's then it's m like because mia's planted the scene that m was holding him back and mm, making him feel like shit and making him feel small and making him feel weak and i think there's probably something to that of like all this nightmarish stuff and he's getting his worldview warped by Mm. what this group has done to his brain and he doesn't know up from down right from wrong yeah he doesn't know his wife from mia goth like he's just so confused and discombobulated is my read or it could just be like there's no there's no, no at first i kind of like i huh i thought of it as like because m was his like one line to you know be being the person he used to be that in a sense like he i don't know in a sense like he knows m is gonna be like fucking furious at him and mm. like she is so disappointed in him and like this is the death of them, you know, in a sense. But I kind of like your theory a little bit better. I mean, again, I could be, you know, it's sort of that thing where it's like, am I giving too much credit to this (laughs) storyline and this? Yeah. um, But, but am I not like, is this actually quietly genius? But there's, but there's a little sometimes like, I like movies that leave things up to interpretation, but I also don't want to, put all the puzzle pieces right, together so right. yeah, yeah um he is found by the group who de- who demand him to kill the dog a clone of james that is leashed james refuses at first but in the heat of the moment of the attack by his clone james kills it gabby confronts james wipes the blood of the dog on her bare breasts and offers it to james inviting him to simulate breastfeeding the next day while on the bus to the airport the group casually talks about the mundane realities that await them at home 
But James is visibly traumatized. Uh, Waiting in the airport for his flight, he resolves to remain behind instead. He returns to the resort, which is closed for the monsoon season. He sits alone amidst the downpour of the rain. And that is where we're left. Um, When the dog comes out and you see his character with a fucking leash on, on all fours, like... And it's like snarling. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And, and so if I was thinking during that scene, if the clones have all the memories and emotions of their, um, you know, the, 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 the person the people, that they're yeah. cloned after, yeah. like, is this clone trying to kill James? Because the clone is like, James is a piece of shit. It, James deserves to die, to die. Mm. Like sort of like I need to kill myself in order yeah. to prevent more carnage or something or yeah. just like you need to repent for all the shit that you've just done or something yeah. like that i felt like there was maybe something to be said there about yeah. like um his, his like inner innermost self that has been so like chiseled away yeah. and there's like no morality left yeah. maybe his clone that you know has a little bit of morality left recognizes like nope this kid's gotta fucking die yeah like this is i can't believe we've done this i mean we know that james is easily manipulated yeah so and and there are there are times where like we don't always know where gabby and the group are so they could i i see that point but maybe also just like behind the scenes they've just been like fucking breaking this clone down and grooming it yeah. and degrading it yeah um because that does also happen yeah. you know with people and their partners or people with like their you know the, their encounters and whatnot um there's people who pay people to like you know be dominant and like submit them to, to these types of things but there was like a line where Gabby says, "Like you have to do this. You have to like complete yeah. the um, yeah, the transformation. The transformation. Yeah." And I just was like, "What the fuck are? You, what does that mean? Yeah. You know?" And but it was really chilling where <laughs> when she just she's looking at James and she's like, "Get the dog." Yeah. And you're like, "What is that? What? Yeah. Is, what is? Who's who? What? Yeah. What dog? Who's yeah. the dog?" And then yeah, then he just comes out and you're like oh shit yeah and then he like refuses at first he's like no i'm not gonna do this and like gabby points a gun at him and it's just like you must do this like yeah. come on you pick pick up the knife james like you gotta do this and then the again just some of these the, the artistic decisions in some in this film i did not need to see him like obliterate that dude's skull like as long as it was like we we know what's going on dude right. like we know right but it was just like like a camera hold on on yeah. what was happening and just like not not even like over top in a good way i'm just like yeah. i'm like yeah. kind of over it yeah and, oh you're oh so over it by the end of yeah. this it's a two-hour film yeah and you're just like we've seen a lot at this point can you just give us a fucking break yeah. as the audience yeah and i just like i him completing you know the transformation yeah. to me solidified that okay this group they have all done this yes. to each other Yeah, you know, like an initiation yeah kind of thing? yeah mm-hmm. and it's like you have to kill yourself in order to be part of 
the club. Yeah. And I think they tried to do that when they had, you know, yeah. the, the, the hoodwink yeah. of his clone under yeah. the, the hood. And when he realized he ran away, so yeah. he didn't get to complete his transformation yeah. and they yeah. were coming after him in order to do that. And so that they, you know, are forever joined yeah. in this traumatizing <laughs> event that they've created for themselves. Yeah. Um, and that he, he can never get away from it at this point. Yeah. Like no matter how hard he tries, he has this like inherent bond to these people. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And I always just was curious, like, did Gabby want to break James down to like rebuild him in a sense? Hmm. Because he walked in as this like un- unknown celebrity who like for their own like pride and like maybe narcissism they're like yeah i had a shit book but like i'll do another one it'll yeah. be fine yeah not a big deal yeah. you know like um but yeah then why the fuck does she like what why did she let him like pretend to breastfeed him I like just, i i don't i don't like to me, I was like, okay, this is some wackadoo bullshit. Yeah, this, <laughs> it felt it felt kind of a like I, I don't know if offensive is the right word, but I was like, this this feels like very far away from feminist, whatever yeah. that is. It feels objectifying. Yeah, it feels like oh, we get to see Mia Goth and she's really hot, and we get to see like her body in great detail naked, yeah. and we get to see her like do you know? And yeah. it's it's like. I, I I'm just sort of like I was trying to find like any anything to 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 latch onto yeah. or find feminist about that scene, and I just really couldn't. Yeah, and again, it's like again, it's a scene too long. Like yeah. we don't need to see him like go town on her yeah. on her boob. Yeah, and maybe that's where the nipple. Maybe there's some foreshadowing in the nipple. Yeah, kind of in a weird fucked up way. Have yeah. a, I have closure on that but i i didn't need that no and it's like are you are you feeding the evil (laughs) you're like grabbing your boob (laughs) i can't do it any other way i'm just like i just the the imagery of it i'm like i i I was trying trying like really reaching like are you nourishing this newborn baby yeah like is this a rebirth kind of thing but i'm also like is that giving yeah i don't know i don't know yeah and then like yeah then it's like he's in you know next day he's like in the hotel he's like talking to em and it's all calm cool collected very like i miss you yeah oh yeah my plane lands in this time and and then you're sort of like wait did that did any of that actually happen yeah but he has a limp in his leg yeah from being shot and um yeah and then like when they're on the fucking bus and everyone's just like, oh, did you call the garage guy? Mm-hmm. Like, like these people are fucking DeLulu. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, well, we're going home. So mm-hmm. we, gotta, we gotta leave this behind. Yeah. You know, we gotta leave this we here. We stuff to do. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, when they're at the airport and it's just sort of like, okay, everyone's pretending like none of that really happened. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's cordial. They're yeah. just like, it was and, great to see you, James. And see you next year. Yeah. And yeah, um, Gabby looks like a complete different oh person. Oh my gosh. I love, I actually really yeah, love that. Yeah. Her hair's up. She's kind of just wearing like her muted no travel makeup. clothes. No makeup. Yeah. And she's just like, nice to meet you. We'll yeah. see you. Like, yeah. And yeah, and Albin's like, see you next year, James. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just yeah he's just kind of sitting in the airport and then the airport's fucking empty and then he just like goes back to the resort and like we're we're left on a cliffhanger here and again this movie provides a lot to interpret it so like 
I I kind of was like, okay, this is ambiguous, um, but like, is it because James is so far removed from who he was when he started this trip that like he can't go back to regular? Like, did he just have that aha moment? Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck did I just do? Mm-hmm. Like, how do how do I go home? Mm-hmm. Or like, how how do I return to my like bland ass life that yeah. maybe waits for me? Or like. I want to stay here because I I am this monster now and yeah. I can't get away from it. Yeah. I don't know. They like, it's just, it's very left to. Yeah. I, don't I, I loved that shot of him, like sitting on the like cabana chairs with the monsoon rain just yeah. pouring down on and him. everything's like packed up yeah. and yeah. he's like the only person there. Yeah. My read on it is that he, it's like hard for him to come down from this high, yeah. right? Like we all know when we come back from vacation, it's really fucking hard, especially if you go back to work yeah. and you need like that transition period. I think he's just like, he, he took himself so far yeah. down this trip um, and got so high off of his own supply yeah. that he can't, like he just can't face reality yeah. anymore. He doesn't even know what that is. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it's that he, gained some experience or something interesting to to write about at this point i think he's just like he i don't even think he cares about no like the, his book no i think point. he's just so fucked up that he yeah. he can't not keep doing yeah the thing yeah yeah well that was infinity <laughs> pool um yeah so final thoughts i mean um, there's a lot going on. Um, obviously, like the atmospheric tones and aesthetic uh, aesthetics surrounding um, hedonism, 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 affluence, highlighting how wealth can lead to extreme and immoral desires. Uh, rich people just being fucking gross, <laughs> gross. Uh, very uh, visual. Are visceral and appalling thoughts revolving around classism and wealth, masculinity, privilege, tourism. Um, you know, like there were some parts of this that I did like of like, you know, some of the bizarre, horrific sequences, but it's just like they were too long. Yeah. And um, you know, the the ending explained a little bit of the true purpose, leaving its, you know, important themes up to audience interpretation, but it's like I don't, I don't, like, this is not my movie. Yeah. I don't want to put the puzzle pieces yeah. together. Like, I don't necessarily want to be spoon-fed fl- spoon a plot yeah. or, you know, like, what what it's all about. Yeah. But give me, like, give me something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and you know, I just wanted to bring up again, like, White Lotus, yeah. great show. And if you haven't seen Triangle I of Sadness, yeah. dude, that was my favorite film of 2022 two or three whenever it came out woody harrelson he is in that yeah yeah, yeah. And they're on a boat <laughs> yeah right? yeah but i felt like that tackles classism with so much satire mm. and gross humor yeah. and like there's still scenes that stick with me um but that film i thought was like such a so much more of a successful commentary on class struggles mm. and the the whole like tourist culture and white privilege and all of that stuff but you know, I like I said, I didn't care for any of these characters. Yeah. I felt like it was very like film philosophy class, you know, whatever. And I was just like, were any elements of this feminist? You know, I yeah. was like, I just any challenges to like societal norms around power sh- dynamics 
like with regard to Mia Goth's character are just like subverted because of the class exploitation. Like she, she was a complex (laughs) character in the sense that we have no idea what the fuck was going on or what motivated her or anything, but she was also not fully developed. Yeah. And so like, and, and M's character was barely in there at all. She wasn't, she wasn't comp. She was a very shallow character. And, um, you know, I just felt like it was was not the good kind of female rage. Mm. And I know Mia Goth made like a um in her interviews made a comment about like female rage and her character in this, but I really disagreed with that where mm. I just felt like um this is this is not the like good for her mm. um kind of ending. Yeah. Unless we read it in this but but I just felt like it, it could have been mm-hmm. if it was maybe just Mia Goth uh-huh. or if it was just um you know, without the class mm-hmm. issue, but, but because of their aff- affluence, like I just felt like it just like completely pushed any other feminist elements out of the sure. out of the window there, and it just like a li- a, some of it was kind of predictable mm-hmm. too. Where as soon as I realized, oh, like um, he's going to do it again, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so yeah, it's like Stepford Wives, mm-hmm. where you're just like something's wrong, but you don't you don't really know like what exactly is yeah. wrong but it's this like um you know uh putting lipstick on a pig kind mm. of concept uh where just this underbelly between uh, like underneath like the wealth of these people mm-hmm. and you know like like i said parts of that were really interesting to me i just wish he had like pushed that a little more given us a little more plot a little less weird yeah. orgies and yeah. maybe explained a little bit more yeah, yeah like I hear you, but I also, I don't know, there's a part of me that really does, I, I do like the the rage-induced, unhinged bullshit that was, like, Gabby's character. Yes, do we think she could have been, like, more developed? Yeah, totally. Um, But I just don't know if I've ever seen a character like her before. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, was really refreshing, because we've seen a lot of male characters like this who yeah. are just, like no thoughts yeah just do yeah you know and i just thought her being able to kind of like you know she starts as this like innocent kind of like just a fan she like her whole demeanor is really different she's wearing like pinks and florals and her hair is up and it's bouncy and then when she kind of in a sense like reveals truly who she is like the mask off yeah her like literally the mask off um her 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 aesthetic is very dark yeah and like she's always wearing like black that's a really cool and her hair's down and she's just messy and um and i i love that she like she she's stronger than this dude yeah you know and and she's not using any physicalness she's just using her words and she she's found out what holes to kind of poke at and tear and claw at and she's not afraid to like yell and degrade him yeah and not that i condone any of those things but i just thought she like she like yeah if it was just gabby and she was more developed and it was like this is her her thing this is what she does like i i would have wanted to see more of her and like where where she like where she's coming from. And I think that's also like from a side point, like that's why I really love how Ty West is just like, 
hey, Mia, I know we just did X and you played the old fucking lady, but do you want to do like a prequel? Yeah. And then like, let's do another like, yeah. uh, uh, not a prequel, but like um, a sequel yeah. of this film. Like, I love the development of where that story is yeah. going. Well, Pearl was successful too because like, her character, it felt like kind of like Carrie, yes, where, you know, yeah. it's like she's gaining power that she didn't have yeah. and she's getting retribution for people that were mean to her or, you know, or in her mind mean to her. Yeah. But like, um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's definitely something to be said there. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back to, to like, they, she had mentioned that they were like zombies. Mm. Um, she, that was kind of sprinkled in there where yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, they are kind of like, they are kind of effectively yeah, they zombies. Got one, one objective, yeah, one, one thing to yeah. walk towards. And, um, but there was like, do you remember? So, uh, just to kind of wrap up, at the very beginning of the movie, you know, James wakes up from a dream, and M is like, "You were talking in your sleep." Yes, yeah. And she says that he said, "You can't feed yourself with white sand brain death." Yeah. And you know, when you first hear that, you're like, "What the That's fuck." Some- but then you you read it again after you you know after watching the movie you can't feed yourself with white sand brain death white sand meaning like the resort yeah you know like affluence yeah in the the brain deathness of like it's this isn't this isn't serving you this isn't feeding you yeah and that was kind of like a foreshadowing because all of that hadn't happened yet yeah right totally yes but I also felt like it was just sort of like okay like white sand brain death like yeah. okay. okay i just yeah i'm, I'm over it at yeah. This point. yeah i mean we'll see how as time goes on how this film sits with me i wonder if i should rewatch it i don't want to i don't want to give this film more of my time but i yeah. think maybe i might need to rewatch it just to kind of yeah. solidify how i feel about yeah. it and who knows maybe i'll be like oh god this fucking movie or <laughs> i might be like whoa this whoa this fucking movie <laughs> you know? Mia got her talents in Ooh, you i mean maybe does. it's definitely something i wouldn't rewatch. Yeah. uh you know but it's definitely something i'm marinating yeah in the yeah, brain yeah, yeah. And we'll thinking see about yeah yeah serena what are we doing next oh my gosh you're gonna be excited what okay so let me set the stage just for a second have you been watching the new true detective no. Okay. I, at first, was such a hater. Like, first four episodes. I love Jodie Foster. Me too. I lo- And I love, I love the concept of True Detective being different stories. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely loved the first the season. The first season is beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, the season's gone on and you're just like, eh, I didn't like eh. the Colin Farrell one. And, yeah. uh, what's his, the, the one with Vince Vaughn? It was a little they too, weren't, there it was, wasn't, it wasn't good. Yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah. But, you know, I was such a hater and I was just watching it because I was like, okay, I want to see what they do. It felt like kind of like dollar, dollar store fortitude, which mm-hmm. is a show I really like. And I just felt like they were like re- re- mooching the same plot points from that. Uh-huh. Um, but then, there's like an episode and then subsequently it's gotten so good. Like I'm totally interested. I'm like, just like amazed, especially with Jodie Foster. And so it got me thinking about Jodie Foster and I'm like, dude, I want to watch a film with Jodie Foster in it. Can I guess? Yeah. Contact? No. Oh, is this a new film? No. Oh, we done with new films. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, not forever. Yeah, yeah. Just, I just yeah, wanted, yeah. I just yeah. was like, I'm Jodie Foster okay. on the brain. Okay. Yeah. Tell me. 
Um, Silence of the Lambs. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yeah. Why did Why did Contact? Because that was... that's a great one, though. That's oh, a great one. Why did? Oh my god. No, I thought you were gonna get it first try, and I was like, oh, okay, but. No. <laughs> to Aww. keep you in suspense a little yes, longer so, so we are gonna do science of the Hell lambs yeah. because i am just really feeling jodie foster right yeah. now i it puts the lotion on the skin <laughs> roasted gets the hose again <laughs> can't wait to talk about Hell it yeah. um i just oh yeah i can't wait i can't wait That's it's one of fun. my favorite movies yeah. I know it's one of yours, and I think it's going to be a lot of listeners' favorites, too. Yeah. And I just wanted to acknowledge that we got a lot of listens on our last Saltburn cool. episode. Like, yeah, you guys yeah. were really into that episode. Yeah. So, you know, if there are movies or things you want us mm-hmm. to cover that you're really feeling, let us know. Yes. And, Jazz, where can they find us? Oh, yes. One one, one comment. My mother listened to that episode, oh. and she hadn't seen the film yet. <laughs> Lorraine. And, and uh, I, like, I blushed a a little bit i was like wow you heard me say a lot of things mom i'm sorry <laughs> with my mouth <laughs> with my mouth um but she said but it made her like she's like i didn't know if i wanted to watch the movie but now i want to yeah so. i i mean that's the best yeah. review of the podcast yes for yeah. sure right yeah. thanks mom yeah <laughs> um but yes um if you want to reach out and um if also if you're just like listening on a platform where you can't leave a review or you want to do uh movie recommendations or just like you know have more interaction with us uh, outside of social media you can always email us at uh, babesfromtheblacklagoon at gmail.com um, also you could totally just DM us too like yeah. we're, we're, we're on Instagram we're and TikTok um, at babesfromtheblacklagoon um, and also yeah keep leaving us lovely reviews because it lets us like bleep and bloop in this big huge world of podcasts totally. and like let, let the people know we're there. Yeah, it really helps others find the show. And, you know, like, we really appreciate everyone who's followed along with us yeah. on our journey. Episode 10. 10. What a weird one. Oh, but that's that was okay. a weird one. But it was a good, it was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah no um, worries. Yeah, so definitely leave us, rate us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Yeah. And tell your friends and family. Yes. Or, you know, just, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there, yeah. like I said. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to, you know put out the lords the lords do the lords work the lords <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i'm very looking forward to uh science of the lambs for our next episode Ooh. oh that's gonna be such a good yeah. one we'll have to yeah we'll have to rewatch that yeah. one together yeah, yeah, yeah um but yep good listeners um if you can't swim please please <laughs> wear your life jacket or your floaties yeah. and don't, don't be embarrassed make, yeah it's fine um and wear your sunscreen uh, <laughs> and don't make nice with suspicious people on vacation good words of advice yeah, yeah. all right all right um thanks for this convo jam thanks serena i love you and i love our listeners Same. and we will see you guys in two weeks yes okay bye, bye.